There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Letter Kenny presents a night of stand-up at the Capitol Turnaround in Washington, D.C. this Saturday. I spoke to actor and comedian Mark Forward, who memorably played the hockey coach named Coach, about what made Letter Kenny so hilarious. He even offers advice for Washington Caps star Alex Ovechkin as he tries to break Wayne Gretzky's all-time goals record. Hey, Mark Forward. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on WTOP in Washington, D.C. Thank you very much for having me. We are talking because Letter Kenny, a night of stand-up, is coming to the Capitol turnaround in D.C. on March 2nd. Uh, let, let, Pitter-patter, let's get at her. <laughs> You're the headliner. Of course, you played coach, but I know Jeff McHenry, uh, who played Alexander, is coming too. Is this like a rotating cast member thing, depending on the month and the town you're in? Or, you know, how does it work? No, it's uh, it's me. Jeff McHenry plays Alexander and um, another stand up named Allie Pierce, who writes on Shorzy and Letterkenny. Um, Jeff's been doing stand up for about 15, 20 years in Canada, and I've been doing it the same. And uh, so we got this wonderful opportunity to go showcase uh, what we can do. Yeah, so we're pretty excited to come to Washington. Awesome. So you're saying that it's always been the three of you all. It's like it's not the other cast members like this. Just your your all's operation. Uh, this this version is Letter Kenny presents tonight of stand up, which is just stand up with the three of us. Uh, we have done live tours with the cast as well, and uh, they were a lot of fun as well. But yeah, this version is a, a great night of stand up. Okay, great. And how long have you been doing this version? Uh, this is uh, uh, this this is our first tour. We started in November, and uh, we finish in April. Okay, great. So then this would be definitely your first time playing uh, the nation's capital here. Do you do you tailor any uh, specific jokes when you come to D.C.? Like do you do you weave in any political stuff or is it or, you know, more talking about other stuff? No, I don't touch on any of that. Uh, my stuff is uh, pretty fun and silly and you learn nothing. And uh, <laughs> uh, you probably come out stupider than you did when you came in. So I like, like the show it. itself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I love coming to DC. It's it's a fun place to do stand up. So we're looking forward to it. That's awesome. Now for Letterkenny fans, do you, do you ever play any clips like on a screen behind you or anything, or is it more like a straight stand up kind of video? Again, on the last tour, there was lots of sketches and stuff, but this one's just stand up and uh, by some pretty uh, great stand up. So yeah, it's it's a fun night out. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Remind remind our listeners um uh who who maybe haven't seen Letterkenny, which uh it's they should. It's, you'll be laughing by, like by the first or second episode. You know what I mean? Like some of the the back and forth um uh you know banter that they do, uh, you know, about Facebook and fart book and all. 
I was just laughing out loud. But yeah, like remind remind people the sort of the the backstory. How didn't it start as like a, a YouTube series and then Crave TV in Canada picked it up long before Hulu, right? That's correct. Uh, Jared had made it on his own. Um, some like uh, three or four shorts uh, about the hockey players coming up to the produce stand, and uh, it just took off on YouTube and and had millions of views. And so Crave came along and said, let's develop this into a series. And then all the townsfolk were added and and the cast just grew and grew. And and we populated it with some of the most crazy uh, people. So, uh, and wonderfully cast. So it was a lot of fun. It's such a weird and different show. Absolutely. Right from the jump, you can tell it's got its own vibe. The food stand, you got the hicks and the skids and the jocks or the hockey players. Um, yeah. Do you do you think that, that um, you know, that's why it kind of worked like that, 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 you know, no matter who you are, you probably can relate to one of those. I think that's, three. Exa- <laughs> I think it's exactly what it is. I think people can relate to someone on the show. I find it amazing because I play such a psychotic uh messed up human being as the hockey coach and i thought to me who's never played hockey i thought oh um this guy can't exist in the real world but all the hockey players i meet are like oh i know that guy so um yeah i think just everybody relates to it everybody relates to small town and everybody's been to small towns or spent their summers in small towns and and it's just got a real international feel i think you just don't know really where it is that that's taking place but Everybody can relate. Oh yeah, well yeah, and it's interesting to me that you uh, you said that you had you know never coached or played hockey or anything. Um, no, I am non-athletic in every single way. <laughs> I based coach on most of my gym teachers who were very cruel to the non-athletic people. Um, yeah, no, never played hockey. Like I showed up, um, and uh, I even had to ask Jared. Like I don't even know what some of this, uh, what some of these things mean. Um, I'd learn what a suey pass is and a, yeah, it was uh it was it was pretty fun. Pretty fun yeah. to just come in and scream at your coworkers for for a day. I think everybody <laughs> would like that job. Yeah, absolutely. Well, wait a minute. Now I'm curious. If you so you're basing it on, you know, gym teachers and things you've seen, but did you did you also go back and, you know, do you do you go you know, watch Paul Newman and Slapshot or, you know, Gordon Bombay and the Mighty Ducks or you know what I mean? Like did you have to go I back mean, and do any any here's the thing. I'm Canadian, right? So, uh we get we get entrenched in coffee. Uh sorry, in hockey, <laughs> coffee. And I haven't <laughs> had one. Slip. Yet. <laughs> yeah. I just rolled in I haven't had one yet, but um, yeah, we get, you know, we, we're, we're pretty entrenched in hockey all the time. So yeah, I didn't play, but uh, I'm very aware of uh, the world and those movies. And uh, of course we watch those. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, D, uh, you know, you're coming to DC and you know, the, the Washington caps and Alex Ovechkin, you know, are arguably yeah, he's going to break the record. You think he's gonna? I think. I mean, you know, for years, you, Wayne Gretzky, you would have thought no one could ever pass it. You know, the great one. Yeah. But uh, Obi might do it. I think he's gonna I be able to play Obi, long enough to do it. I think Obi might do it, and then I think Matthews is gonna break it uh, right after him. <laughs> well, do you think? Um, uh, what what advice would the coach have for Ovechkin? You know, I feel like this would be a good soundbite for the radio. <laughs> uh, well, I think um, he's gonna get tired. Um, he's getting up there. Uh. I mean, stick it out. Uh, don't pass. Don't ever pass. Just keep shooting. <laughs> be uh, be selfish with the puck as as you try to break the record. You can't be giving the puck away. Just keep shooting it. 
Yes, yeah. but but, the, you're, but one Coach, if you were doing it in Coach right. character, he'd probably be yelling at him a little more than that, right? Yeah, he probably would be. But you know what? I haven't had my coffee, and it's eleven a.m. and I'm in a hotel room, and I don't really want to annoy the the neighbors. It's probably <laughs> smart. Yeah. Well, coffee and hockey are interchangeable, as we've learned. That's your iced coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So, all right. So we should remind our, our listeners. So you come in as coach in season one, probably like episode four or something like that, you know, yelling at the the jocks as they spit their, you know, whatever tobacco juice in their Gatorade bottles or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And you're yelling at them out. But do you, do you know what was it always the plan to, uh, you know, have you be, be like a recurring character? Because I feel like you really ramp up how many episodes you get to be in around, you know, after. I don't know. I, I you know what? I should ask Jared that whether it was a plan to keep me going. But in my head I was there for the day and also I wasn't supposed to play coach someone else was supposed to play him so I I only had like a week's notice to 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 come in for this role and then you know I got the greatest job in the world for 12 seasons and get to do her live shows and now headline it so it's been a it's been crazy but I went in that day thinking oh this is just a, a job for the day this will be fun well, yeah, well, well, just the way to view it is you were so funny that they're like, we have to have him keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I won't say that, but um, I, I'm going to say that probably since there was hockey players involved, the coach would live on. But, maybe, you know, they could have fired me if I stunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently you didn't stink because they had yeah, you back. Apparently, because here we are yeah. 12 seasons later and uh, I get to keep working. Still rolling animated series and stand up series and yeah, there it, it's become its own um cottage universe. Universe, universe. There you yeah, go. it's like it's the own Marvel universe now, and I think they're even thinking of expanding it. So there's lots more to come. Absolutely. Do you think? Do you think? Um, Wayne, Daryl, Katie, Squirrely, Dan. Do you think the group, coached by Coach, could take take on the Avengers? <laughs> I don't know. I Who think, would win? <laughs> I think the Avengers would would end it in a second but i think uh <laughs> i think that wayne would think he could win because he's you know he's the toughest guy in Letterkenny. he's the toughest guy in town and in, you should start the dc shows that way if 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 jared ever if wayne ever came with you just challenge whoever in dc to see who's <laughs> a fight he's toughest. yeah <laughs> well we've we've mentioned all the you know that that main forecast uh you know we've gone deep into your character coach but real quick if you could just dish dish on you know um i'll, I'll say i'm rapid fire and just you know brag on him real quick what makes him funny you think like jared mm-hmm. kiso make what makes him so great a- as wayne he's hilarious uh posture the squint the commitment to uh the the toughness and the, the yeah and the squint like once action is called and his back straightens up he's a whole different person I love that. The transformation. How about yeah. Nathan Dales as Daryl? Uh, just lovable and um, a bit dim, uh, but you just, you're rooting for that guy. Yeah. And then uh, Katie, Michelle M- Millette? Um, yeah, Millette. Uh, just, you know, almost the grounded one of the group uh, keeps them in line. 
uh, and everybody in town uh, takes real good care of her. And uh, we don't have time for everybody, but let's end with Squirrely Dan, uh, Kate Trevor Wilson. And his extra S's on the strangest amounts of words. Uh, Yeah, just a big, lovable guy, but you wouldn't want to cross him. (laughs) Oh, and I guess we also have to shout out, you know, behind the scenes, Jared and and Kiso, and then, you know, the co-creator, developer, Jacob Tierney. Like, what? We you think of like Trey Parker, Matt Stone, some you know what I mean, like some of the great comedy duos. But what do you mm-hmm. think their special gift, uh, Jared and Jacob, is together? I just think they they're they're very different human beings, and so the two of them. Uh, I think any good writing team, uh, the one person picks up the other person's slack, and the other person picks up the, what you're what you're good at and what they're good at, sort of mixes and becomes this one creative force. Um, and also Jacob directed every episode that was ever made. And uh, he also plays Glenn on the show. So he he was quite busy as well. Absolutely. Do you have yeah. a per- do you have people probably ask you this all the time, but do you have a favorite scene that you were in or that you weren't in that just cracks you up or, or you know, episode or you know what I mean? Like when you, it's 12, it's 12. Seasons. I enjoyed the Valentine's episode where I had to tell Playfire that I was going to have sex with him. Uh, of course, I said it more ball girl in the show but um when i'm demanding that i'm going to uh, i have to speed date with dylan playfair and uh we had a lot of fun because he could not get through that scene that was one of my faves when you're breaking up your fellow cast members it's, oh i love breaking them up that's the <laughs> well that's what always you know when you're watching the oh it could be the, the old carol burnett shows or saturday night live or you know when, whenever you see the people even in seinfeld jerry's hard, hard, trying to keep it together that those are mm-hmm. the funniest scenes to me when people yeah are it's pretty fun pretty fun especially the the jared breaking from wayne uh is such a huge transition that you know it's a good feeling to get him to laugh that's so great. Well, outside of Letterkenny, like you're saying, you, you didn't know it would last, but it did, and it, and it gave you other roles. Memories, real quick, on uh, playing Donnie Mashman in uh, Fargo. What was that, season three? Season three, yeah. What, it was a great experience. I had the time of my life uh, working with uh, Carrie Coon and Shea Wiggum, and yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was so much fun. I really love that. The writing on that show is just brilliant. So oh, what a treat to get to be on it. Now, are you biased? Is that your favorite season of Fargo? Because the one that- Yeah, it's the best one. It's the only one everyone should watch. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you're allowed to say that, but I, as our uh, movie and TV critic, invite everyone to check them all, all out. I mean, season one with Billy Bob was great. And the one that just wrapped with Juno Temple and John Hamm was amazing too. Yeah, season three was the best one. That's what yeah. you meant Season three. Oh, season two, too, with um, uh, Kirsten Dunst, when she hits Kieran Culkin with the car. Yeah, but season three was the best one. Season- <laughs> That's what you meant to say. You're just going to stick to that line, as you probably should. Everyone check out season three of Fargo. Well, what else is what else is coming up? Do we want to I always lo- love to give our guests, you know, a chance to to plug uh, if you have any other projects coming out. In well, addition we to got this, this 40 tour. city tour that ends in April, so I'm pretty busy till then. And um. Just wrapped. Uh, uh, we just released a new show called Brian Mackett's Life on Crave in Canada, so you can't see it, but uh, it's a great show. And hopefully, <laughs> I, we promise you, it's good. You can't watch it, but <laughs> hope, yeah, you can't watch it in in the Americas. But but you know what? You couldn't watch Letterkenny for a while in America, so hopefully, it'll uh, get to you guys soon. How many seasons did it take before it did come over to the states? Do you remember? That's a great question. I I don't I don't remember when Hulu started airing it. I don't remember. I'll have to look that up when we hop over. Yeah. But in the meantime, uh, you you can see 
Mark Forward in Letter Kenny presents a night of stand up at the Capitol Turnaround in DC on March 2nd. Uh, thank you so much for doing this. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, pitter patter. Okay. All right. See you, man. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. 